Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Nobody Panic. I'm Stevie Martin. I'm Tessa. Coates. Trying full names. Trying full I'm names. I'm Tessa Coates. I'm Tessa Coates. Um, and this episode is all about um, how to not feel guilty or how to not feel guilty about being guilty. Hmm. Because we're all going to feel guilty. I feel guilty because um, I forgot to press record the last time we recorded this. So we're re-recording it. And I'm I'm feeling great about it. There's a lot to unpack about my emotions. <laughs> There's my lot going feet on. are sweating. <laughs> That's how bad. There's a lot I going feel. on. This is the thought process. I, Stevie was telling me a fantastic fact. I was. I was like really engaged, and I thought to myself, "This is a fantastic episode." And I and then my brain went, "Have a check," <laughs> and I leaned forward to look, and the numbers were not moving. Yes. So, but it's all right because this is absolutely. We're going to knock it out of the park again for you. Um, it's going to be great. I'm quite hungover. I should say that now. And uh, I was actually very blithely saying earlier, like I don't get guilty when I'm hungover. Like I just don't feel yeah, guilty. That is exactly where this ending was. We were both saying people were saying a lot of people suffer from uh, morning after guilt. Yeah, and we were both like, I, I don't. Know. I've never had that. Right, absolute sledgehammer into my heart. Now I do. Now I do. I wish I hadn't drunk anything. I did drink a lot of prosecco and a lot of vodka, which maybe isn't a good mix. Maybe maybe, maybe it it's that. Maybe it was that. Um, what What's your adult thing for this week before we go into guilt and I talk more about how guilty I am? Oh yes, my adult thing is that I've just been in Macclesfield this week with my small cousins. And uh, they're not small. They're teenagers. Uh, hello, Will and Dan. Do they listen? No. <laughs> one of them... <laughs> one of them is very fair and mm. has got this... Um, just start, The 18-year-olds just started growing this like very sort of white, whiskery beard. Oh, and nice. uh, someone at school started calling him Julian Assange. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Lovely. Very funny. It's that really been great. making me laugh. Um, anyway, the 15-year-old is doing his GCSEs. Um, and so I've been going to help him learn about, ex- you know, be, you know, understand exams. Because it's so horribly overwhelming doing your GCSEs. It's terrifying. I thought it was like life or death when I did mine. And it's not. And it's absolutely not. And it's also, one of life's great lies they tell you. It's a terrible lie. And also, you get it in your head that you have to know like everything that's ever, every piece of information ever in the world. But you don't. You just need to know how to get through the exam. Yeah. Which makes me really, really sad. Um, yeah, it's not very creative. It's just like this is going to come up, so know this. So, so this you don't gonna, really and, learn anything. Yeah. You just you ju- all you know is how to answer that question, which is not the same as having uh, being interested in a subject or, or knowing anything. I mean, also, I'd like to pop in here and say that. 
you say that's your adult thing, but I just got an email on the Nobody Panic uh, Gmail saying, hey Tessa, welcome to Now TV. So I say that's pretty adult, you've subscribed to Now TV. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, did that just come right this second? Oh, it did, yeah. Hey Tessa, thanks for subscribing to Now TV. Oh, yeah, I used the Nobody Panic email to get a free subscription there we go. to Now TV so I could watch Game of Thrones. That's very adult. You're on the blag. I am on the blag, and yeah. I will cancel it after seven days. I don't mind. It doesn't cost me anything to use the, your, to use. No, the I know. I'm not, I'm not. I feel nothing. Uh, my adult thing is I bought a wooden hand to hold my bobbles. They go on the fingers. Mm-hmm. They go upon the digits. And uh, it's like a hand. It doesn't look like an actual, like, it's not a horror hand. It's like a stylized wooden, like, very clearly not a hand. And then they sort of pop on, like, the thumb and the forefinger and the thing. So um, I just think that that's... Because I just basically obviously lose bobbles all the time. So I don't know where my, my bobbles no are No one at. does. No. The next thing is I have to get something for those little Kirby grip um, bobby pin things. What are they called bobby pins? I need to get, like, a dish or something for those. Mm. Or just continue to pick them up off the floor. I think about that episode we did about how to stop using plastic and how that woman, her instructions were like, instead of um, makeup, try flour. <laughs> and like, oh and uh, she just was living this insane life out in like Michigan um, in the wilderness or something. And her instructions were like, instead of buying a, uh, a hair grip, just find one on the floor. Yeah, that can't be your instruction that for can't good be, living. Like, that's literally one of her top tips. So every time I pick one off the floor, I do think of... I do think of her. I do it. It was a great tip. She had a blog called like you know raisins and God or like <laughs> glitter. That's excellent. That, that's what all the blogs are like. Yeah, well, it's also what the Bible teaches as well. What? Raisins, raisins, and pick up bubbles off the floor. Yes. That's what the Lord says to that do. Is what the Lord says. Um, so guilt. I wanted to just pop in because I'd learned some science about mm. why we feel guilty. Because mm-hmm. I think when you're in the middle of like a guilt attack and you're like, oh God, it helps to know that you're a human being mm-hmm. and perhaps why you mm. feel guilty. Although, go on. I was just going to say that this episode is going to be about the uh, like minor uh, constant guilt. I haven't done enough stuff. I'm not a good enough friend. As yeah. opposed to, um, you know... I've done a crime. I committed genocide. I've done a genocide. If right. you are a warlord, you know... This might not help. This is not for you. Y- I just want you to own up to your crime yeah. and take the guilt. But thanks for listening. But thank you so much, <laughs> um, uh, Mugabe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. uh, anyway, so proper crimes, you've embezzled, you're cheating, you've buried a body in the gar- back garden. You should feel some guilt feel for the that. Guilt. I think you should feel some guilt, especially if you've not had any actual punishment. Yes. If you've escaped corporal punishment, not corporal punishment, if you've if if you escaped, escaped corporal punishment, you've corporal punishment you should feel guilty. I wonder if anyone listens who is a prisoner. I don't think they do. I don't oh think my you... God. If you're listening in jail, I'd be thrilled. Tweet to... us. They obviously don't get smartphones in prison, do they? Um, <laughs> do all your write emails. to us. Write to us. Um, I imagine if we're in like Broadmoor going like, so if you feel a little bit guilty, then you just have to have a nice bath. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shut up, guys. Uh, yeah. But anyway, interestingly... I'll just be spiralling thinking about that for a while. You can have a spiral. Um, So apparently, as I think we all know, women feel it more than men. This is what I learned. learned. There's a lot of studies about that. But really interestingly, they did studies about different cultures. And different cultures feel guilt in different ways. There was a study in 2014 that compared the brains of people from Germany with the brains of people from Japan. And they found that um, the people um, from Japan 
showed more activity in the brain region linked to perspective, while Germans were more likely to show activity in the parts related to emotion and memory. So um, there's also this whole thing about um, guilt culture. So like it depends where you grew up, what um, the family dynamic was like um, in that area traditionally. So like in America, there's definitely like a guilt culture where moral conscience is supposed to control your behaviour. Whereas in Japan which I found very interesting, it's like a shame culture on the whole, which is where basically that's the, the difference is, is that what you do behind closed doors is one thing, but you are very focused on what other people see. So you're not guilty about the same things. You're just guilty if someone's seen the thing that you did rather than the thing that you did. But also I'd imagine you would hold a lot of like, oh, behind closed doors, I'm not like I appear. Mm. Sort of darkness mm. almost in you. Whereas I think now, like, especially this kind of millennial vibe that we're all, a lot of us are, are peddling, we all like chat a lot about the things that we feel guilty about and we're very open about it. And that can be helpful because it can make mean that like, you know, if I hear someone's done something and I'm like, oh my God, I do that as well. And I thought that was gross or weird. Mm. Then you can be like, oh, I don't have to feel guilty. I can let that go. Yes, yes, and you yes. you just feel it like disappear. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of studies have also found that that weighing down of guilt is a thing. Like every, you do feel physically heavier when you are guilty because you just have too much going on in your brain. And the other thing that I found out, they haven't really agreed on to, as to why we actually feel guilt, but they've got two thoughts one is that they being the just the world of science one of them is it's to stop us destroying each other mm-hmm. the idea being there's a really great quote by the um, american psychotherapist peter bregan hello peter um, he wrote in and uh, no, <laughs> he and to explain the theory of social cooperation and guilt so his his quote is it's a great quote the existence of violent impulses would have made it difficult or impossible for humans to live in close-knit families and clans without destroying each other. Nature's answer was the development of guilt, shame and anxiety, internal emotional inhibitions or restraints specifically against aggressive self-assertion within the family and other close relationships. So basically, if you like, my sister's sleeping with my boyfriend, you might want to kill her, but you would not kill her because you'd be like, well, I don't want the guilt and the shame mm-hmm. of having killed. So then you just scream a lot or you, you know, I don't know, do other things. But then obviously that that um, is not foolproof because pe- that's why people, a lot of people do murder crimes of passion. Crimes of passion, that's why they happen. And then the other one is it's to stop us from breaking smaller rules so that in the social group we're not ostracised. Because as you've taught me, when you're ostracised from a group, you will be eaten by a tiger. Mm-hmm. Or you're more likely to starve. You can't be the hunter-gatherer for yourself and, you know, whatever. So it's community is very important. And the guilt stops us from, like, yeah, not being part of that community, which I think is really interesting. It's fascinating. Mm. It's fascinating. And the thing you were saying about... Um, uh, oh, no. The uh, humans are a really weird one because they are neither the, like, lone wolf of the wolf pack nor sure. the extreme social of, like, um, ants, insects various like moles mm. that like live in um extreme social groups most of the insects yeah. and yet individual humans are capable of being both like a solitary wolf and living in like understanding civilization on like a mass level yeah and doing stuff like for the greater good the idea of charity of like helping someone we've never met yeah and we'll never meet just because we can understand the idea of like empathy and how it feels it's pretty staggering yeah um, as an idea um and so it's a similar like brain process that stops us like doing terrible stuff. Yeah. Because you could, you know, as many murderers regularly do, if you listen to as much true crime as me, <laughs> um, various serial killers confess to crimes many years later that no one even knew were crimes. 
and they're like Jesus and they're like of who like they weren't even yeah, why looking... have you told us that yeah it's, it's like a feeling of like well I have to well I might yeah exactly we'll maybe like... yeah also like I suppose then you, if you are in confinement for that amount of time you'll start you probably will start to think well maybe their parents would like to know where they are yeah, you know yeah, yeah. like that sort of thing so the the guilt but also like on a much lower level it stops me personally doing stuff all the time like you know when that whole thing like what would you do if you found like a hundred pounds in cash and an envelope you're like keep it and then you're like I'm just gonna think about this all the time and be like whenever I spend that that money Mm. I'm gonna be like it's It's not mine it's someone else's and what if it was for a family and like they don't get much food money and that was their food money for the week Mm -hmm. and now there's a child who's starting like you kind of spiral a, a little bit and that means that you will then do something that is good for the social group rather mm-hmm. than being like fuck you gonna... whereas really the like um, evolutionary answer to finding £100 is like obviously keep it yes, like obviously yeah. do look after yourself obviously number one so our ability uh, the same process that like keeps the human community safe and means that we don't just kill each other all the time and steal from each other is the same process that works too strongly in the opposite direction that makes us like too worried and too mm. empathetic and too guilty all the time about like tiny misdemeanors yeah and so I think the whole thing is about sort of finding the line between like is this the right amount of guilt or too much too much guilt yeah because I have periods of time where I feel really guilty about stuff and then I have periods of time where I'm like I can let it go and it always I think it's always linked to like how I'm feeling with other things mm-hmm. I think it's just depending on so if I'm a little bit more like oh this week is not a nice week then I'll be more likely to be like and I didn't go to Jonathan's birthday whereas if I'm like I'm smashing it I'm like fuck Jonathan and his birthday I don't feel like that um, I do every day you do every day I don't what do you feel guilty about nothing that can't be true your unwavering like, confidence feel, can't I, I feel guilty constantly I feel guilty about not being a good enough friend to people oh yeah um, not just in general like in a general way and also like specifically like oh I should have I should be better with them yeah like that specific thing I did not do that thing and I did not do that thing Um, I feel guilty about not being on time with my work and like how many things I'm supposed to have done yeah Um, I feel guilty about the planet oh see I think that's a massive thing isn't it because now I think anyone with a brain cell should be quite guilty all the time about the planet yeah. and it's too much guilt yeah and so I have to sort of I can't I can't read stuff it. I can't read stuff about it anymore because it's just like just I mean that sounds so uh, like, like oh, I don't like it so I'm not going to read about it but you know like I can't think about it mm. so how do you like approach the guilt because for example if you take the world you can you, there are little things that you can do to make yourself feel like well I'm trying like for example not using as many plastic bags yeah the world thing to... I just sort of don't <laughs> do and like I just um, you have like a re- um, reusable water bottle and you have you. like you do do stuff like but it's just like you know you're not protesting at the moment for example no but I do think they're doing a great job so do I yeah no great job um, I'm more for that sort of um, a million people doing an imperfect job than a, a handful doing you know recycling perfectly like I'm giving it a go but I just like you know, like eating meat, for example, which I don't do a lot. But then, when I, every time I do, I'm I just feel dreadful about. Um, and I yes, uh, going on holiday—that's another one. Like that's taking a, a vacation, I spend the whole time just thinking I shouldn't be on holiday. In the study of a whole range of age groups, millennials felt the most guilty about taking vacation. Um, so sad. Which is so so tragic. And I think because we all live in a time where you have to be, you know, twenty four seven. You have to be on, and also you have to monetize 
everything that you do. We're in this weird time where it's like, if you wanted to, for example, a podcast, you know, we have adverts in our podcast. I wouldn't say it's my job. It doesn't feel like a job, but we've certainly like monetized it and it's a thing. And that's just us talking to each other. But like, also like social media, like when you, when you go on holiday, a lot of people are like, well, this will be a great chance to really up my social game. Maybe I'll get some good engagement. And then you're like, oh my God, you know, even if you don't do that, it's in the back of your mind that like, you're never quite off. Like there's always a possibility of being able to harness the power of something and make it into a job. And if you aren't, then you're not doing Instagram properly, for example. Mm. Or you, I'm, I'm always like, well, I don't do Instagram properly and I don't do Twitter properly. What is properly? Like I don't have to do it like a job. Like no, <laughs> I'm just doing it like how I like it. I don't feel any guilt about Instagram, but I also don't really know how it works. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I just feel guilty when like people message me because I tried to go off it and then people like messaged about you know things about the podcast or like whatever. And when I when I look and I see loads of unreplied messages, I feel really guilty because I just feel like oh you've reached out and all I had to do was reply back yes yes like not not replying to emails as well which I'm I'm very bad at oh god and I think like when you're with your family and oh sorry um cars just pulled up outside and they're just blasting music out so really sorry if you hear weird noises in the background but look it's it's they look like they're having a good time it's an organic fun podcast we're on location okay no continue exactly exactly um you know, the arrival of the smartphone um, and the fact that, like, your work is literally never done. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, you've there's always stuff to do. You know, you're nev- if you say you're sat with your family, you're never truly, like, present with them. No. You're like, here I am experiencing the fleeting moments of my children's life um, because <laughs> you're like, I've got to get back to Susan. But then, like, you're not really with Susan either because you're like, I was with my children. And then you're, you're just giving yourself, you're giving yourself, like, 30% of yourself to everything. Yeah. And therefore, you're never 100%. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Some people genuinely don't have 
the same levels of guilt. Like they don't mm-hmm. feel, and I think that is cultural. I think that is like, um, well, how, how, what was the guilt like when you were growing up? You hear about people who are from like, for example, Jewish families will often have a different experience for someone who grew up in like a British Hindu family or a Catholic family or a Protestant family or like I'm an atheist family. So like I will have a very different view of what guilt is from maybe like, you know, a, a really... Um, Orthodox Catholic. I mean, yes. can you say Orthodox Catholic? But you know what I mean? Like, quite heavy Catholic upbringing. OG Catholic. Catholic AF. Yeah, committed Catholic. <laughs> um, They're really into the guilt. They're really into the guilt. I think that's why religion was sort of created to, for that thing of like to design to stop us from breaking the rules 100% because it was supposed to be terrifying that's why like churches and cathedrals look so imposing because it's like you know what you've done and God yeah. knows as well it's the same thing as like the idea of like the elf on the shelf you know oh yeah what's that I, I know pe- people were doing lots of like memes and like fun things what do it. you think it is right so I just saw there was like elf on a shelf and I didn't know what that was but I did know people were like doing memes of like anything that rhymed on anything that rhymed Tessa Coates on a boat. So I'd superimpose you onto okay. the boat and it'd be like, Tessa Coates on a boat. But it wouldn't say any words. It'd just be a picture of you. Oh, I see. And, a, and then a, or a picture of you on a boat. And, and, and that'd be it. And people and would, have people to would guess. go, ah, Tessa Coates on a boat. Yeah. Isn't the internet a miracle? It is a miracle. <laughs> and I did love them. And I've not, not made it sound very fun at all. They but sound great. What was the original Reese with a spoon on the moon. See, like, perfect. Thank you. Just giving it a go. That, and you smashed it. <sighs> yes. Uh, Elf on the Shelf is an elf. Sorry, I'm still trying to think of... Go on, yeah. Could you want to do another one? No, because I can't. I still can't think of one. Okay. Brad Pitt on a tit. Fantastic, Stevie. That's fantastic. I was also thinking of Brad Pitt, but I was only working with Brad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't remember anything with Brad. No, it's hard. Pitt and tit, though. You've smashed it. I've smashed it. How do you what? feel? Uh, elated. Brilliant. Now explain what Elf on the Shelf so, is. So Elf on the Shelf is a little wooden guy. He's yeah. this big. He <laughs> sits on the shelf at Christmas. He comes out on December the 1st. He's okay. a very American tradition. Okay, right. Um, we don't really have him. He yeah. sits on the shelf and when kids are naughty, parents are like, hmm. The wooden man's seen you. He's seen you. I Did, well, did you not have to have that thing of um, his Father Christmas elves are listening so to work out if you're naughty and nice. Yes. And I was terrified of those elves yeah. and I remember at one point we were like in a supermarket I must have been like maybe seven or eight and I really remember it I'd been naughty I'd thrown a bit of a Benny because like I didn't get a thing that I wanted and my mum was like it's Christmas and we can't buy you this now and I'd be like eh. or something something like a horrible little girl anyway the guilt of what I'd done I couldn't speak I was couldn't stop crying I was an absolute mess for days and then they found out that I was like well, the elves will have heard that so I've ruined everyone's Christmas and all I could think of was it's not just my Christmas I've ruined now like Gina is going to be like oh see so you didn't get any presents and she's going to feel bad so she's going like, to try and give me presents and I don't want it I shouldn't oh my god and my parents are like Jesus Christ <laughs> we've <laughs> overdone it this is and, they, and they, all they've done is been like the elves listen you know like you know because that's what yeah. you do and you're like but it, when you tell that to a child, like, the elves are listening. Yeah. That wooden man is staring at you. No wonder everyone's gone completely mad. Everybody grew up in a, such an intense... Because it's the perfect... Uh, Jesus or the elf are such a perfect example of, like, an ever-present thing that knows all the bad stuff that you've done yeah. and all the bad... Uh, that you've had bad thoughts, but you didn't act on your actions, so well done. And, uh, you know, you were well-behaved as a sort of future reward yeah. uh, concept um, or a future punishment and so we obviously like tie ourselves in complete knots about you know not going to Jonathan's birthday yeah the elves. the elves will see and then God will see but the it's it's weird isn't it Cause the reason that we've done it and the reason that parents do it and the reason that 
religion, you know, was kind of it, it works like it yeah, actually oh, does 100%. work so it's it's literally like it works too well it's, it's like in school it's like oh we're, we're just applying those same rules of like well you won't get a good mark or like you have to stand outside you have to you have like punishments and so it's like prison isn't it prison own prison only like works if you're sort of a very specific type of um person doing specific crimes but like normal social things that aren't actually crimes mm-hmm. you need there's nothing so we also you, do, you have to punish yourself yeah and then, making yourself feel physically sick. Yeah, or getting someone else to be like, yeah, there's a man made, made of wood who's just heard you do that. And I think maybe that's maybe we've really come close to the issue. You're like, it, there's, here's this crime, you go to go to prison. And these crimes, not going to Jonathan's party, being a shit friend, there's no clear punishment. So you mm. have to make one up yourself. And it's yeah. not clear what the punishment is. So you just feel quite shit for yes. a long time. Yeah. You just perennially wake up being like, I'm shit. And you're like, I can't remember why, but... <laughs> but I'm I do know it's a fact. completely certain I'm shit. And then you're like, oh, I didn't reply to this email. It's like, there's no real... Nobody really... Nobody really minds. Yeah, no one... Yeah, that, and that's the other thing as well. Like, often we're guilty of things that don't matter. Yeah. So if you are feeling really guilty, then I just think, like, there's no... There aren't any tips to stop feeling guilty mm-hmm. because guilt is a thing that you will feel. Like, and if you're, if you're listening going, I don't feel guilty about anything... It's possible, and I don't want to alarm you, but you may be like one of those sort of low-level sociopaths, and that's great. There are loads of them. You're probably non-violent, but if you don't feel any guilt, then I mean, if anything, very liberating. Yeah, so you well should be you. very, very happy with the brain that your body has been served. But most people listening will feel guilt, and there's no point in going. Well, here's what you should do to, to try and there's stop. There's no the way guilt. anyone doesn't feel anything because there's no way anyone's like, I am the best child to my parents I could be I have spent enough time with my yeah. grandparents but, I like, have but people, given to my there is a proportion of people in the world that know that they're not the best oh. they're like fuck you I don't need like they just don't feel that feeling of oh, and now nice. I feel bad so the, they're just like yeah I'm not but I'm human so you know oh that is much better yes and I think it, that's a lovely thing but actually it doesn't work in a society because if you look at it, those those sorts of people that don't feel any guilt they are outside of society they are also the sort of people that will break rules because we have this like constructed social thing where you don't do that and you don't yeah. and so then those people feel frightened themselves so they're just like well I'm obviously a, a a monster but they're not they're just like doing things without guilt they don't have often that feeling but then but then sometimes with obviously that's not all of the antisocial personality disorders that's i'm just really talking about psychopathy really maybe in the past when it was just like balls to the wall everyone's just stabbing everyone you know yeah it's it's a real uh i don't know like free-for-all when was that time <laughs> i feel like the dark ages was like that right okay because that was just literally like it's sort of like Game of Thrones vibe, you know? Mm. And it's like, honour! And you're like, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, his head's come off now, but fine. In that time, that would have been great. But, like, now we see ourselves as being, like, civilised in, like, real quotation marks. And I think it just doesn't work. So, actually, it feels like that would be freeing and liberating, but I think it will make you act in a way that is slightly odd in comparison to everybody else. Yeah. So you may feel quite other. So what I'm trying to say in the most long way ever is that it's okay to be guilty and you shouldn't not want to be guilty because the guilt is basically driving you to strive to be a better person or to... Yes. But you do have to know that it's also struggling in a world of social media and in a world that is just not really 
created for human mental health really mm-hmm. is it at the moment in especially in like the uk obviously in the developing countries there's a whole lot of other stuff going on so there's not really tips to, to stop well I, so I think that so it's linked to the production of cortisol um, yeah. in your brain um which is similar to adrenaline and you're like a fight or flight or freeze um everyone always forgets there's a third f you can do freeze yeah you know we always forget classic have a freeze <laughs> a lovely freeze <laughs> anyway, linked to fight or flight um is so therefore you can't live at this level you can't live at this like constant level of like ah what am I supposed to have done something ah I'm a bad person what am I ah like it's not helpful you'll be ill so uh, to channel it be like okay I feel it that's okay here I am a human being Um, channel it into A attempt to do the thing that you feel guilty about yes and if you're just every day being like I haven't replied to that email just like what a reply then for god's sake if it's a a fixable thing to do it it, like if you're always like oh I haven't fixed that I never fixed that shelf I'm such a bad person if you're relating that to being like and as a result, I'm this. You're like, just do the thing. Like, hush. Um, and also, uh, say sorry if it's something that you've constantly felt that you you have this lingering guilt about something that you did to somebody, um, minor or otherwise, that's like, oh, I'm a bad friend, or oh, I did this terrible thing. And if the guilt is sitting with you, just say sorry. Yeah. Uh, Apologise for it. Um, then, you know, even if the person doesn't accept your apology or whatever, you've done, you've offered that olive branch yeah um, out you've you've attempted to do so that so again like fixing the practical things that you can fix, fix the practical things um and then attempt to feel it attempt to like put yourself in the other person's shoes so if you're feeling guilty about you know x y and z um imagine how you would re- feel if um you were on the receiving end of your behavior and if you're like no oh, fine like yeah. then maybe just let that go yeah like the thing like the low level sort of like not going to jonathan's birthday and you're like well if when it's my birthday and someone can't, can't come I'm not, I'm not like oh, well, they're dead to me. Mm-hmm. You just go, oh, that's a shame. And then you just focus on all the people who are there. Yes. You know? Like, exactly. it's fine. So it wasn't the biggest thing in the world. I remember always that I got an email once a few years ago from um, a friend who had come to my 21st, which was um, also my parents' 25th wedding anniversary and my sister's 18th and my mum's 50th. Mm. So it was a big, a big old do. Yeah. Multi-generational. It was in a circus tent. Of course. And... Uh, <laughs> the theme was also circus it wasn't anyway Fine. got this very sweet email um, from a friend who was in um, AA Alcoholics Anonymous and said that as part of the 12 step program you have to reach out to people that you've hurt in the past and that they wanted to apologise for their behaviour at the party and I read it so many times and I was like I have no recollection of them being doing anything at this party oh like, wow yeah like, okay. I've no it wasn't like we know we had like shat on you yeah whereas there are a few people that probably should have had a letter Warner, who we could have had a sorry letter from thank you so much um, he threw up during the speeches oh that's um, dreadful <laughs> no well done Charlie live your life um, but like this person I was like oh there's you did nothing wrong um, mm-hmm. and obviously this is I sent like a long email back being like thank you so much and I hope it's helping and thank you for reaching out to us please cross this one off the list like you don't need to feel any guilt you didn't do anything badly I'm very sorry that this has weighed on you for all these years yeah. and been a thing that you, that was on your, li- like, on your My Name Is Earl list of... Oh my God, I've not thought about that TV show for I think about it most days, TV. Okay, right, yeah. Most... There's a lot going on in that brain of yours. <laughs> no, it's so busy up here. Um, if that email could knock me that much sideways and, like, so, so surprised... All the rest of you can email in as well. Like, yeah. imagine how... There must be at least one other person who, who feels guilty like about yeah. something they did to me that I'm like, 
oh, I don't even remember that. Yes, yeah, And so therefore, it's possible that something you are holding on to, the other person doesn't even recall. Yeah. So you're carrying around this burden that's like, no one else is worried about it. Mm. So if you can just reach out and like attempt to remove the burden to be like, maybe this thing is not as big a deal as you maybe think it is. And it's probably doing you so much more harm to carry it around because that guilt can't be channeled into anything good. Mm. You know, it can't do, there is no, you know, like the prison there is no, there is no like I've done my time. I'm like I paid my way. I paid my time back to the society. Whatever, there is that does not happen if you just enforce your own prison on yourself. Yeah. It's that, like when when do we decide that this ends? Like yes. when, how long is this sentence? You're and gonna you're going to gonna be way more hard on yourself than anyone else is. You're going to be your, yeah. your own worst jailer yes. slash judge. Exactly. Though possibly, as two ladies who've never been to jail. Possibly jail is quite bad. I think also, yeah, also, I don't think they're called jailers anymore. I think that's no. like Robin Hood, the kind of Disney version. But yeah, um, I hope that helps in terms of people's feeling guilt. People's feeling guilt. That's how I'd like to say that sentence. Because um, it's just not something that you, that you can really control. But you, yeah, like Tess is saying, you can definitely like fix the things that you can fix. And then the other stuff that you can't fix you have to be kinder to yourself and you have to know as well why it's there it's trying to help the guilt is trying to help you and some, and it's there for a reason and it's it's possibly not a bad thing that the guilt exists because if it didn't exist we'd probably all just shoot each other immediately and it, then... yeah it's, it's compulsory that it exists otherwise every time you got on the under the tube you know yeah. every, nobody would leave alive like yeah that's literally why guilt exists so yes. say thank you for it Th- just say thank you to your guilt guys and um and yes yeah it's there say thank you for the job it's done then be like we're good now we're good now goodbye guilt goodbye guilt um please do tweet us at nobody panic podcast no at nobody panic pod and tweet me at stevm yes it's a five at me tessa coates and the nobody panic gmail is nobody panic podcast at gmail.com sweet ass um thank you so much for listening and uh, we will see you next week (laughs) laid back vibe have a great week bye Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.